Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddlyfoof and this is level 246. Joining me tonight is Maychart. Well, hello. I usually get to go first. You surprised me, Kenny. <laughs> Mixing it up. You never know which, who I'm going to call out like Big L. Mo, you never call me second? How's it going? <laughs> Not bad. I always call out people randomly like Prue. Hi. I'm He's also for- joining us tonight. <laughs> I'm here for my semi-annual checkup or maybe <laughs> maybe just annual. I don't know. I'm here every now and again. So here I am again. <laughs> Somebody will remind us last time. We are really scraping one. the bottom of the barrel here. Oh, I mean, Prue, thanks for joining us, dude. Hey, watch <laughs> it. <laughs> it's our Thursday night crew. I know. Let's go play Halo. All right, bye guys. Afterwards. Good show. All right, good we show. Do, we got to the show. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Let's go finish off that game. We only got a little bit left of the crap that we're going to do together, and then we can move on to something. Zoo Tycoon oh, Xbox 360. <laughs> Let's do it. I heard uh, Scott Pilgrim has a sequel coming out. Ooh. Let's not do it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it can't be worse than the first. Oh boy, no shots stop. fired. Although I am very excited for a Scott Pilgrim anime. There's no way that can be bad. I mean, if you didn't have a job or commitments, you could binge watch that show like in one day. Oh, I'm looking here. I guess that's uh, Newsquay. <laughs> L talent trying to tell us to hurry it up. Question Gway. Something like that. Paraguay. Right. <laughs> Question of the week. Delirious Gway. Comes from Erarturak. Ooh. Yes. If you had a month of free time, no job, family, or other commitments, what game or games would you like to play that you currently don't feel you have time for? Now I'm sure all of us as were as adults. With family and jobs and other bull crap, uh, whoa, whoa, very Ken. much relate to this. Yeah, I know. Nice save, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I'll, go, <laughs> I'll go ahead and start reading out some Patreon responses. First comes from Wild West 08. He says, "Dragon Age Inquisition and or Witcher Three. I feel like those universes are so huge. I would need a huge jump start to get started." Wow, I 100 percent agree. I mean, this is a guy who takes off from work to play like Red Dead Redemption 2. You would have to take a long time off to play Witcher. I will I say, in in Dragon Age Inquisition, there is a character with my last name. So, uh, uh, it's a great game, though, also. <laughs> and a very fantastic oh. choice for this. If only yeah, we knew I your last you name. Know, <laughs> I think uh, you, might, you might be aware of, uh, of what it is, but. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Jinx. I did not know that. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition is definitely a game I would like to dive into one day, but yeah, I know that game is humongous. Um, Next page of response, Umple Beast. I'd probably just hammer out as much of the grindy backlog stuff that I either don't have time for or I don't want to worry about with my short amount of gaming time I currently have. If I had to pick a single game, I'd probably have to say the Mass Effect trilogy, never played the original trilogy, and have only ever heard good things. So that actually is my answer. I want to play the Legendary Edition so badly 
but I do not have the time to be able to go through all three of those games. I adore the original trilogy. Those games are absolutely phenomenal, and I would love to play, love to go back through and replay them now that it's all remastered and pretty and whatnot. Pretty. Yeah, I do. I do. With as little gaming time as I have, I'm like paralyzed to even try to think of, of playing those. You should do Not it. Just completing it. Just it's, playing. It's very good. I just um, last a couple months ago now uh, just completed Legendary Edition. Uh, so good. So 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 good. So. Yeah, Pru did it, and he's got like a job, and like he's become a cat lady recently. Like, <laughs> has, has like true. ten or twelve kittens, and uh, yeah, if he has time for that, you do. That's right. Yeah, totally. I'm sure I've asked this before. Also, I, okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I don't want to call Uncle Beast out, um, but in his response, he specifically says um, uh, if he had to pick a single game, he would pick a trilogy of games. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, just, I just want to point that out. It, now, now. F- Florida, <laughs> Florida education. It's okay. We love you, Uncle Beast. It's no big deal. Um, Kenny, I think I've asked this, but if you were to play Mass Effect again, do you remember the choices that you made the first time? And would you uh, pick different choices or characters or whatever? Um, so I don't remember specific choices I made. Like throughout all the dialogue, I have a general idea of the choices that I made. I know I have a general idea of the characters I um, chose to go along with. And who not to go along with. Uh, Prue understands what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to be vague because story stuff. But um, I don't know. Like part of me wants to pick the exact same choices so I can see the same remastered things that be, hmm. that I've done before. But part of me wants to do something different. I generally just play like what would I say in that situation? I don't always necessarily pick Paragon or Renegade. Sometimes I go back and forth. I would 100% punch the reporter again. (laughs) Oh, I know about that I was going to say, if you you were going to play it again, uh, Foof, and sort of kind of go in generally the same direction, or at least see where you were, it'd be interesting to contrast those two, like, choices. Like, what you made back in the day, and now what, like, what is the same? Like you punch a reporter, of course, which is the right, the right decision, but oh, what would 100%. be different? What, what has changed in your personality that would make you choose something else? You know, maybe you would romance, uh, Liara instead of whoever, you know, uh, be interesting. Yeah, that actually, um, yeah, I don't know. It would just be like, whatever's in the moment of who, what choice I would pick, who I would romance and whatnot. I don't know. They're so oh, they're such good games, man. <laughs> I want to play them again. It's in Game Pass, and it's Game Pass, which is even better. Go for it, Uncle Beast. Uh, that is your real name. And speak. <laughs> speaking of Game Pass, Hawkeye Barry says, "I'm thinking Sea of Thieves, but I'm salty about all the unobtainable achievements I can't get." I'll instead go with Final Fantasy X and X2 HD Remaster. Also good choice. Final Fantasy X is great. Hmm. 
So is he saying Insert the horrible laugh here? The water and see if these are salty. I mean, unobtainable achievements you can't get, as opposed to the unobtainable achievements that you can get. Come on, Hawkeye. You're starting to sound like Uncle Beast. We can't have. <laughs> we can't have that. I mean, I actually if, don't remember there being un- unobtainables in. I think CFPs. they. They have like events. I'm looking them up now. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, no, there was a there was an update. They or, or oh god, I'm gonna rem- I'm definitely gonna misremember this now. Uh, but there was some thing that they were running and they stopped running it because they were doing a new season or something like that. I can't specifically remember, but yeah, they there was a mode <clears throat> like an I don't know, arena mode or something that they stopped. So yeah, it looks like there was an anniversary update and they introduced an arena. Oh, I see. So and there's so 11 achievements tied to that. So they're actually discontinued. Now I got yes. it. Now I got it. Yeah, Michelle and I have I friends that... I uh, do not recall even hearing about that. ...only play Sea of Thieves. And uh, they have fun. They don't worry about it. That should be our Thursday night game. We should play Sea of Thieves. Fine, let's do it. <laughs> they're unobtainable I mean, I'm, I'm and discontinued so be... and all that other stuff that people complain about. Right, I know. I just you already have it on your tag. It don't matter if we can I, get what we don't have. I don't have it on J-Bull my tag. Likes it. it can't be any good. What is this nonsense? Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you did. Nor it's did better I. than Back for Blood. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, uh, but just think, we could talk in pirate accents. We could talk about Yarr. Kettle Karn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make it's a relevant. deal. If if we can get back to Back for Blood and accomplish some more, I, I would do some Sea of Thieves. We're going to have to broker some kind of agreement here. Deal. To make that happen. <laughs> no deal. I am down for both of those games. <laughs> <laughs> get Howie Mandel over here. <laughs> All, All right. right. Al, how about you? Okay. Uh, Mental Knight says, I would grab some raspberry frosted Pop-Tarts. Uh, you had to be there in They're the chat. worst. Yeah, I had to be there in patron chat. Um, <laughs> you know, when we look for a, a patron question of the week and P-Tart asks what our favorite Pop-Tarts are, you know we're in trouble. Yeah, I, I agree. I did not with, see I him agree, say raspberry Pop-Tarts. I, the I, worst. I don't like any fruit ones. I prefer the chocolate or s'mores. The only thing worse than, like, <laughs> raspberry Pop-Tarts is, like, an unfrosted one. <laughs> so, okay, lightning round question then, since it was asked. Prue, favorite Pop-Tart? <laughs> Oh God! Oh uh, God! I don't know. Um, I don't think I have one. You feel that lightning round? An odd bit of trivia. All right, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I will say this is very strange, and I think this is very bizarre behavior. My mom, uh, when I was growing up, would put butter on her uh, brown sugar pop tarts. Cinnamon. She would oh. butter them like a like toast. <laughs> I always thought that that was sounds weird. delicious. I'm sure it's good, but it's Can just come back? something terribly not We're recording. <laughs> Man, now it's a pop tarts. Do you guys all have like is what is is this like Kenny, a consensus that I'm not aware of? Like you all have a same uh, favorite? Or? I I don't know, Michelle. What's your favorite? I Kenny either like cinnamon brown bay. sugar or s'mores. <laughs> okay, L. My answer will surprise you. I don't eat pop tarts. That's but, not the question. That's if you had to eat one. Gun to my <laughs> I don't head. Need either, but. Yeah, I, I, I agree with s'mores. S'mores. See, I got a three-way tie. S'mores, brown sugar, cinnamon, and cookies and cream. Oof. All right, there we go. Food portion of the podcast. All three of them are just... So. You put some butter. <laughs> put some butter, Old Bay, 
and some pickles. And... Where were we? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, mental. mental Thanks, mental. <laughs> oh, no wonder it's so weird. Derailed. It's a mental response. <laughs> Damn it, mental. Did he answer the question? Oh, yes. He'd like to play the four dark pictures games and the quarry. Those folks seem to make cool movie-like games with a spooky style. Um, I have no idea what the dark pictures games are. Prue did his research and can tell us. <laughs> Wrong about that. Uh, I'm, wow. I, I'm aware of their existence, but I don't know much about them. All right, the I dark pictures <laughs> anthology. Oh, yeah, right. Man of Medan. Mm-hmm. I've heard of these. Devil in Me, House of Ashes, Little Hope, Directive 8020. Oh, I remember hearing about these. Um, so I can't remember who. Someone brought these up before. That's probably Koosh. They're probably great. This is what you would choose, Menthol? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't these like point and clickish? Or are they just. They're listed like, as adventure. adventure. But each one's like a 20 hour or more yeah. completion. All right, let's try to find a good answer. Oh, Devin talked about these. I remember oh. this now. Well, he's the man of Madan. Madevin. Chewy on Ice says, one of the big open world RPGs that have been forever on my tag and are on my never-ending stories list. So, Elder Scrolls Oblivion or Fallout New Great. Vegas, which I started way back in 2010 and 2012 and have barely touched since. I'm realistically unlikely to go back to them without carving out a big chunk of time that no longer exists. Well, that sounds morbid. Are you talking <laughs> I about... I cannot recommend are Oblivion you s- highly enough. Are you saying that the hypothetical month of free time doesn't exist, so you won't play these games? As usual, yeah, sounds I, like it. I would say we do have the time. So, Chewy, you just boosted Gears of War, right? Like, if you carved out an hour and a half to play Oblivion, you'd get it done eventually. I'm not saying that's well, no, as fun as see, playing see the, multiplayer, but you, we do have time. If he's doing Gears, what you would do, what I would mm-hmm. do, is uh-huh. play Oblivion offline on a second 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, while you're boosting. Because you're Whilst just standing boosting. there at the time, right? Whilst yeah, bo- yeah. No, you so, got you got to run to the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's, oh, that's right. Okay, gears boosting yeah, yeah. is serious a business. Serious, serious business. It's a roadie run. You have to hold A. So this is really hard enough for Chewy as it is. So don't give him more chores to do, more tasks. A good answer, though. Our RPGs seem to be a good answer. So we'll go with Ahizo, who says, all the long RPGs that I don't get around to. In particular, I'd start with the Tales of X games, Octopath Traveler 1 and 2, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Witcher 3 in no particular order. I'm surprised he hasn't played Andromeda because he's a big Mass Effect fan. So I guess Andromeda is like the black sheep, uh, crystal skull of the yeah. series. The crystal skull. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty apt, I'd say. That's accurate enough. Yeah, it's close enough. It's like, close enough. it's like the one after the trilogy that we put the name on to capitalize on it. Yeah, so my answer would basically be in line with that. RPGs. Uh, specifically, anything Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, um, those type of games, plus also open world games are also just long or known for being long. Yeah, so any of the Rockstar guys, any of the Square Enix guys, I would like to play those. Have you ever played Kingdom Hearts? 
Yes, I played one on the PlayStation 2, and then I played a little bit of three on the Xbox One when it came out and never went back to it. They're mm. just so confusing, and they start off so crazy. Oh, but, yeah, you don't play for... But no excuse. You don't play to make it's, sense it's, of the story from one game <laughs> to the next. It's always just a uh, just, just an intimidation factor about these long games. So we need to mm-hmm. we need to just leave work for a month, like a route directed, involuntarily. What about you, Michelle? Right, well, I'm going to start with reading a couple more patron responses. So Xlax Jester says, "Red Dead Two just feels like I will never get enough time to play that one," uh, and I, I kind of feel that way too. And I feel like that falls mm, under another the, great answer. Yeah, it feels it falls under that category of being overwhelmed by the amount of gameplay you think it will take and i get the feeling like with most of these things if we just sat and started it the game would get our attention and we play it when we could and we'd get through it uh but maybe not uh mm-hmm. moving on p tart uh said i would dive into the multitude of 100 hour plus simulation games that are currently on game pass like the two point games zoo tycoon and so on and kenny i think that sounds what? like you might have written that answer p tart <laughs> Well, on the flip side, I have completed the Zoo Tycoons that are on Game Pass, and I've played uh, both of the two-point games. All are excellent. All right, there we go. You would love them, B-Tart. Just out of curiosity, Foof, was there any particular reason you were able to complete Zoo Tycoon? Like somebody was picking up all the poop (laughs) or doing all the running? I just feel like somebody was helping you, and that's the only way you were able to get through it, is all I'm trying to say. But. There was just like always this dust storm because there was just this one random guy. I don't know who it was was just running through my through my zoo. I just remember you <laughs> saying yep. that that guy had calves massive were calves. Yep. <laughs> yep. There it is. Yep. <laughs> um, All the damn. trash cans got were cleaned out That's manually, right. even though you didn't need it. That zoo was pristine, man. I tell you. But this actually goes exactly <laughs> to the point I was making with regard to Red Dead. The reason you played those games is because you you pressed A. And you played them, right? Like you're busy. You don't always come to the game showcase with a game to showcase. But for games you wanted to play, you you did. And I, I think that's kind of generally the case and will more or less be my answer in a moment here. But let me talk about what Mighty Mango said. Mighty Mango answered all of the Assassin's Creed series. I've started them all, but really mm, want to play answer. and finish them all, even if it's just the story portion. Odyssey was amazing and I had over hundred fifty hours into it. Origins is calling my name. So yeah, I think I mean this is this is a good question, right? If you had a month of free time, this, that, and the other. And I know nobody likes to talk about this time and space because it was awful. But like for me at least, when my job was moved offline for three months at the beginning of the pandemic, I don't have a job that converts easily to on to offline work. So I had some meetings, but I had a lot of time. I played like nothing during those two and a half months of time to be able to sit and play games. And and I think it, it all comes down mm. to starting. You just you have to sit down and start to play. And I feel like for most of us, if we had all these this free time to play games, we would still play our comfort games. We'd still play the games we were really interested in. And we'd still look at a Red Dead Redemption 2 and go, ah, there's just so much to do and just never start it. I like I don't I don't actually know that I would start anything if I had this month of free time that I'm not already working on in an ideal universe. I'd go with the answer that's given by other people. A lot of the long RPGs I never really got to sit down with. 
I'd love to sit down and play all the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters and see how they've been updated uh, since they're all coming out soon, I think, on Switch, or they've already been out on Steam. But I know I'm not going to do that because I'd have them and I'd just never start them, but I'd still boot up gems every day. So <laughs> there, there's the ideal and there's the reality. I just think the reality is we'd still play more or less the way we play, even with more time. But that's that's just how it is for me. Um, but good answers all. Assassin's there's Creed is a, a great lot of truth in it, I'm sure. Yeah, Assassin's Creed's a great choice. Like that's that's definitely a series I abandoned very early on and would love to play more of too. So you know, maybe different circumstances would lead to a different result, of course. Yeah, I think at that time at the point when everyone was work from home. That was like peak gems of wars, gems of war days when like oh, yeah. we had the clan and everything like that. So everyone was just like involved and addicted to that. Agreed. All right, Prue, how about you? Well, I will read off a couple of uh, responses first as well. Of course, uh, Ruderex says, uh, for me, I'd probably go knock out the full completion of Persona 3 and 4. Both obnoxious completions, apparently. So mm. only having to deal with them for a month would make doing the both way more bearable. And I will tell you this, uh, Irudarek, as someone who just watched my partner go through Persona 4, it is very long. <laughs> it, like, that's a that's a big old game. So I, it might just take a month just for that, but um, yeah. uh, she, she immensely that's enjoyed it heard. for what it's worth. Um, and it definitely... Here's the thing, though. If, if you're sitting next to someone playing that game... You will get used to hearing the same three songs over and over and over again, and they will get drilled <laughs> into your head. Oh, oh man. There's one woman who goes, Persona, when she calls her Persona uh, every time. So every three seconds, she's. Co- uh, anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, it's a good game. <laughs> so it's just Persona. super annoying. Pikachu. <laughs> exactly. Kind of like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, moving on to uh, Restack. He says, uh, huh, I'm entirely not sure, uh, actually, but I'd probably be in concurrence with one of the large RPG games. I have the Mass Effect Legendary, but haven't started it yet. I'd probably go with that. Granted, I'm willing uh, to work my way through some. I just have to focus uh, and have the mental energy, which I don't always have. And this is kind of what you were talking about, Michelle, where it's mm-hmm. like, I, I kind of I kind of agree that, like, because I did have some time not too long ago, like you, like, uh, you know, during COVID and stuff like that. And it's like, I, I don't know that I changed my patterns that much. Um, you can definitely get through Mass Effect because this was a big pick for this question. Mass Effect one in mm-hmm. 30, 40 hours reasonably. That's not terribly long. Like it, it, People are, seem to be shy from like Red Dead two is a, is a different beast, uh, you know, GTA or something like that. Persona, of course, we're talking about that, but even, even doing those games, um, even though it might take you two months to do it, uh, it is doable, I think, depending on how, like what your completion, what you're going for, you know? So I guess, um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that people like try to slice up their gaming time so that it's not jeopardized by one game. But uh, if it's something you're really interested in, I would just say, just go for it. Agreed. Yeah, it's just, you get, it, it definitely is some like fear and just starting, especially with these, ginormous rpgs like a mass effect or an elder scrolls or a red dead because you know there's just so much in it like it's one thing to like (laughs) if you're to start like a i don't know like a a tomb raider where it's mostly linear like yeah sure there's some stuff that you can do when you get off the beaten path but it's mostly a linear game there's not a lot of exploration whereas red dead there is a 
massive open world for you to find and explore. And you don't want to just sit there and just beeline the beeline the main story. You want to go off and do this thing and then that thing. And what a 20-hour campaign turns into 120 hours because you get so distracted of all the side quests and things to do. Agreed. All right. All right. But unless anybody has any other games they would like to mention or anything, let's go ahead and get into the game showcase. Good question, Eretric. That was fun. And if anyone else has any questions or topics that they want us to cover, be sure to uh, send one of us a message or add us in patron uh, VIP chat in Discord. But yeah, with that, let's get into Game Showcase. And I think I will just go right down in order. I'll go first with game that I've been playing that actually, surprisingly, did come to Game Pass. I know it went <laughs> in Game Pass and out of Game Pass, and we never, we weren't really sure. <laughs> but that game would be Hot Wheels Unleashed. Uh, oh. Have you guys actually had a chance to play this? Nope. Um, no. Hmm. Nope. I was kind Enough. of thinking, uh, Prue, you might have jumped into this. Uh, well, actually, maybe actually, now I think about it, everyone would have jumped into this. So, because I know you guys like the Force of Horizons, and. This game is very similar in that it's arcadey race, and it's not like obviously it's not like a simulation game. And I knew in Forza Horizon Five they had the Hot Wheels update, so when I saw this, I'm like, oh, this would be kind of neat. So I downloaded, and I mean, it's exactly what you think a Hot Wheels racing game would be. It's like I said, it's an arcade racing. It has all kinds of the cool Hot Wheels cars that you can buy in like real life in the game. You race on the iconic orange tracks. And what's really neat because it's in Game Pass and it's like the, um, uh, what do they call it? Like some sort of special edition, whatever the crap its name is. You get a couple of different DLCs included. That's the Game so of the like Year edition, right? Batman is in there. So you get like the Batmobile and yeah, that's it. Game of Year edition. I couldn't remember what it was called. Okay. Um, but you get like different Batman and other DC superheroes and villains cars in there. You get the TMNT, uh, cars, you get Looney Tune cars, the uh, mystery machine, all kinds of stuff. And that's actually one thing I was flipping through all the different cars. I, mean, I, I was actually really surprised at just how much stuff, how many cars they have in this game. I wasn't expecting it considering, you know, it's just hot wheels and it's like a $50 game. Uh, but yeah, it's just if you like the like the, like an arcade racing type game, it's a lot of fun, and it's also kind of cool. Uh, I know L, you might enjoy this uh, with your kids because it has a split screen mode, which was actually a little, a little surprising seeing that. Just like Halo, actually, do like uh, some- oh, <laughs> oh, shh, <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah, these little these little devs were able to do what three four three was not. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hot Wheels. It's just like it's a like a twenty hour completion or so. If you're a completionist, this is definitely something that like you could you could complete. It's not a, not a big deal. Not going to be anything difficult. I was also surprised when I jumped into the adventure mode just how many races there were. You have like this big map and as you complete one it unlocks a few more and you can go through and and play through all of them and as you're playing you 
uh, like it blind boxes is what they call like their loot box, which essentially is just a new car. Um, and there's like achievements for opening up a hundred of a hundred of those, uh, getting different, getting, uh, let's see, what's the achievement for a hundred thousand coins to upgrade. And you can use those to upgrade your cars and buy new vehicles and stuff like that. Just, uh, yeah, it's just a fun, it's just a really fun racing game. I don't know how much more to say I, I could say about it. It's just belaboring the point, but yeah. Loot boxes. What is this? 2016? <laughs> oh, you know, they got to monetize it somehow. And it's not a loot box, loot box per se. It's close enough, though. So I see the the achievement right now that has the highest ratio in Hot Wheels is uh, has to do with getting 25,000 gears. So are those things you earn from finishing top in races? I know you kind of equated it to Forza Horizon. So does it have an open world element like that where you can earn stuff as well? Or is it all just straight racing? Um, it's mostly just straight racing. The gears in and of itself is like their, uh, like their gear, their upgrade material. So like when you have whatever car that is that you want and you want to upgrade it, you need X amount of coins and X amount of gears in order to upgrade it. Okay. And you can get gears through completing races where each race that you complete, it earns you X amount of supplies or you can actually dismantle cars um, that you don't want or need to get gears. And then obviously the higher rate rarity of the car, you get more mm-hmm. uh, material for it. And I know like I was op- going through opening my, um, my boxes and I wound up unlocking cars that I already own. So it's like, all right, well, let's just dismantle that. That way I can get uh get more materials to upgrade the cards I actually like to use. Yeah. That, you you that's played about it. the um the sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, you're good. You've played the Go uh Hot Wheels the famous Hot Wheels DLC in the Forza games, right? <laughs> oh yeah. So so I know that obviously it's a very different beast, but I'm just wondering comparatively, like, um, is this like a better Hot Wheels experience than what is in those Forza games? Um, hmm. I think it's it's definitely different. It's, it's kind of hard to equate the two because the Forza uh, Hot Wheels is open world-ish, whereas this is more of just racing. Um, yeah, that's kind of hard to actually think. I They're, they're Similar in the way that they feel because it is like that arcade racing. So if you like the Forza Hot Wheels expansion, this is something that you're going to like in uh, in and of itself. It's just kind of more of the same of that, if that makes sense. Okay. Different experience. And obviously it's not like real, real cars like in Forza where Mm -hmm. you can drive like a 68 Mustang or something like that. (laughs) Sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Looks like it's also yeah. on PC Game Pass. PC Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, Cloud Gaming. Probably need to really optimize. It looks gorgeous. All right, but yeah, that's all I got uh, for Hot Wheels. Uh, so, Prue, what game would you like to talk about? Well, um, as I've talked about before, big into the random games that uh, the Better Completions Matter Challenge give us every month. So... <laughs> It's one spit out a doozy for me this month, and that is 
Shovel Knight. Well, what it was formerly known as Shovel Knight, but it's now Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Uh, Shovel Knight completion, right? No, it, this simple. is uh, this would actually be <laughs> this would be my number if I can get it complete, and that's kind of what I'm gonna <laughs> what I'm gonna be talking about. If I can complete it, it will be my number five in terms of uh, best completions. Wow. on TA. So, Dang. Uh, it is, uh, and well, I'll talk about that just just because it's interesting. But um, so Shovel Knight is essentially Mega Man, except you instead of the Mega Buster, you give him a shovel, uh, so it's not ranged, but you also give the shovel the uh, properties of the Pogo cane from Ducktales. Was it Ducktales? Yeah, Ducktales, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's the uh, yes, the Super <laughs> Nintendo one with the yes. Mm. <laughs> Um, two so, games I've never played. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't expect you, Foof, to to get the the, <laughs> the references, but that's okay. So it's essentially Mega Man, um, but with a melee weapon instead of a, a ranged weapon. So, um, and uh, it's very good, but it's challenging, and a lot of the difficulty comes from the different ways you have to beat the game. So, for example, in the base game, you have to beat the game, then beat the game on New Game Plus. You also have to beat the game. Uh, there's a speed run. You have to beat the game uh, without dying. You have to beat the game without falling into any pits. Um, so you can sort of like pick and choose how you want to do that. But it seems to be that there's probably three or four runs you have to do. Uh, and then, of course, they released two, three uh, further title updates where you play as different characters and you still have those speed run achievements. You still have those new game plus achievements. Um, so there's a lot here and I'm like, I'm still really in the beginning of it. I'm, I'm, I completed the game with Shovel Knight. I've completed the, uh, new game plus mode and I'm now working on the speed run. The problem is the speed run, I'm doing the speed run and the no death run at the same time. The problem is, yeah, the problem is it just means a lot of dashboarding essentially. Um, so every time I die, I just have to quit out, um, which is a pain, uh, and really demotivating. Um, I'm, I'm about halfway through the game now, and uh, it's just a struggle. I, I do want to get it done, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get it done in the time. But I'm also looking at it as a, like a, as a challenge, right? I want to kind of want to do it, and I want to go for it. Um, but it is, uh, it's a great game. It's fun. Shovel Knight is also in Smash Brothers, in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I forgot about it. that. Yeah. Uh, well, it was, you know, it's just a costumes and stuff but he's not a character or anything um but uh yeah that's shovel knight um like i said i think it's fifteen thousand ta for something like oh oh what i was going to mention timely i was going to be timely here <laughs> uh, we now have this big controversy of all these title updates going on um but sh- <laughs> but shovel knight which actually adds like so each of the title updates is a new character um but they each only add i think 500 gamer score and this is one of those examples of like where you you could definitely get away not get away with that's not, that's not the right term but like um, it's justified to like oh you have to play through the game with a different character here's an update that you can have a thousand gamer score for right it's not like jump on twenty five enemies at this point it's like you literally have to do ten more hours of this game you have to go and play through it two or three times it's it changes the mechanics. So, um, you know, not judging, you know, those title updates or anything like that, but I'm just saying this is the sort of thing where it's like, where the achievement system is like, you could have just easily made that title update a thousand gamer score and, and it would also seem 
worth it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It does yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks like this game is pretty tough to complete. 161 people out of 20,000. Oh, yeah, it's kind of infamous. And I know it's a difficult completion. I've never yeah, played I, it, but I know it is. It used to be just Shovel Knight, right and then they added on the Treasure Trove. So I think Treasure Trove, yeah, so it was called Shovel Knight. Um, I don't know what the Treasure Trove means necessarily, but they, they started adding on these extra characters, and then so they, for whatever reason, they just renamed it. Not sure why. I do have the physical version, though, which is, uh, I think it's not. I think it's just Shovel Knight on the on the disc. But So I, I see oh, really? the, the speed run so. Could be wrong. is 90 minutes. Like, that sounds like, obviously, yes, you're going to have to play the 30, yep. game mm-hmm. a whole bunch. But, like, do you feel like that's something that you would eventually get from kind of natural playthroughs, just learning the secrets? Or do you have to use video guides to see shortcuts that you might not have noticed before or something like that to prepare you for the speed run? Uh, I, I'm about halfway through my speed run right now. Uh, but I don't, I, it's not a thing where you need, like, crazy, I don't think you need crazy glitch sort of uh, stuff to get through it. I think because I'm going for the no death run at the same time, that will automatically sort of, I don't want to say automatically get it, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like 40% through, I'd say, and I'm at, I'm at 30 minutes right now. So of course the, the, the further you go into the game, the longer the levels get, but um, not having done it before, I, I would just say that I don't, it's not like, you need to look up speed running videos. You just sort of need to get a good run and get through the level without sort of backtracking for any reason. Mm-hmm. I think it's doable. So oh, I just looked up the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> Are you I looking up? I'm looking for Shovel Knight re- uh, the speed runs on YouTube to see what games don't click it. I accidentally typed in Hollow Knight. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, dear. those are a little different. Yeah, different, very different games. Yeah. Very different games. <laughs> okay, one has a later. shovel. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, the speed runs are very similar in like forty-ish minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see somebody doing it that quick. Yeah. So if they're doing it forty minutes, ninety minutes should be simple. It's a lot of extra time. So I, I, if you say this, I'm I'm sorry I didn't hear. But for all the DLC or if, with the new characters, is it like? a new campaign or is it just new character and you're just going through the same thing? So for my, I haven't started. I've, I've actually held off on starting the other characters just because I'm very familiar with how Shovel Knight handles and the, and the whole idea of the other characters is that it like it switches it up, right? Changes the mechanics. So I, mm-hmm. I purposely haven't played them, but from what I understand, it's um, mostly the same campaign. You play through the same levels, uh, but like either they might be in a different order or just because of the mechanics of the characters, you have to approach each platforming section or combat section differently um, because they, Interesting. because the characters themselves are very different. So, okay. That, that's cool then. So it's just a fresh take on the same game. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like a remix, right? Yeah. I think that's the idea. Anybody have anything else to say on Shovel Knight? Mm, if he's in Smash, he must suck. I don't know. <laughs> He's but just right. a trophy, so he doesn't have a sword. Though. That's good. It's a type of sword if you sharpen it. Ooh! All right, uh, <laughs> Michelle, what game have you been playing? Well, I um, 
as always, when I'm about to record, realize like, as I've stated on uh, earlier episodes, that most of what I'm focusing on right now is working on my completion percentage. So I am ready to come on whenever I record with you all. And then I'm like, oh, I haven't played anything new. Um, so with that as, as a little sidebar before I get into what I'm talking about this week, I, I actually finished my first run of the Oregon Trail with, with our party. I wanted to give you a real quick update ooh, with ooh. what happened. So um, we were going through the trail and for the longest time, Elle was hurt. And then he finally got healthy and the rest of us were hurt <laughs> because I guess we were carrying him so much that we just, you know, had a hard time with this. <laughs> and and the, the, the stress of this led... The jokes write themselves. Right. And, and it, it, there's, there's cool stuff they added, right? So at some point, Kush and myself got into a fight and I had to pick which one had to leave the party. So I chose myself. Like, okay, you know, this this one's probably on me, my bad. Nice. So I left the party. Shortly after that, Elle, who is now totally healthy while everyone else is dealing with all these issues, a wagon like ran over his leg and broke it, which sucks. And he immediately died. Couldn't handle the pressure. <laughs> he was out. <laughs> the, the party gets to the next town. Wow. It's realistic. I'm at the next town and rejoined the party. So Elle's dead. I'm back with you guys. And the three of us made it to Oregon. It was great. So, sorry. Nice. Um, but anyway, that was fun. Like, uh, they actually, yeah. uh, like, I did I did a side quest thing in there where I had to, like, bring all these musicians together, and you open up a whole new class, the musician, which wasn't even in the old Ar- Oregon Trail. So, it huh. sucks that its price point is so high, and it sucks that the uh, there are three unobtainable achievements in it. So, both of those are knocks against the game. People probably won't play it. But for a game I can play easily on my Surface... Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was fun, but that that was the end of the uh, AH101 host party trip to Oregon. (laughs) Three of us made it. Three of us made it, and I'm telling you, the fact that L basically had the Oregon Trail equivalent of, like, skinning his knee and died. I know a broken leg isn't skinning one's (laughs) knee, but it just, it was so appropriate somehow. I I don't know. We couldn't carry you all the way there, but most of the way there. It's about three quarters. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, so R.I.P. and peace. Right. So, I mean, if anyone wants me to do a party next time with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and or whatever, and I'll give an update, I'll, I'll do that. But <laughs> putting that one. To oh, bed. that needs to come to Game Pass. <laughs> um, so I fired up today a game called Stay. So Stay uh, is a game that had originally been released on Steam and came a little bit later to Xbox, I believe. Uh, it's not tracked by a whole lot of people on uh, TA because it's never been in Game Pass. But um, it's interesting. The game's uh, main the game's main character is a man named Quinn. You find out fairly early on that Quinn is a former therapist of some sort, prob- like a psychologist of some sort, and um, he has been kidnapped and put into this room. And the only thing in the room is a computer that functions. So he gets on the computer and he's typing, "Hey, is anyone out there?" And you, the gamer, are the person he reaches. And so at intervals throughout the game, you're given prompts to help Quinn try to get out of his predicament. So Hmm. there'll be something like, there's a door here. What should I do? And your choices are to tell him to either look through the keyhole or to try to kick the door down. And this will impact how other things play out throughout the game. Now, I'm early on in it. I did no research on the game before jumping in because I think this is one of those games where a single playthrough is... Not super long, but there are multiple paths you can take. So I wanted to just play through it fresh. Um, There are some indicators on the 
screen that I, I don't quite understand. So in the left side of the screen, the Quinn is being live streamed to you. So it's all pixel art. So you can kind of see when he's you know rubbing his head or he's looking down and typing. But there are also little uh, circles underneath, a yellow, a, purp- a yellow, a gray, a blue, and a red. And as you answer questions, they'll raise in value or lower. I don't know what any of that means. And I don't know if I will eventually be indicated what that means. But I believe those choices affect the ending. The chapters are very short. And at the end of every chapter, there's one question where you see what the community response was, similar to like what you would have seen in a Walking Dead game. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it's intriguing. I don't really know where it's going to wind up. When you start stay, it tells you right away that the game plays completely in real time. So when you are out of the game, the time is still counting. So I turned on the game really briefly before we started to record. And it has two counters, a red counter that says time away and a green counter that says time stayed. And my red counter was higher than my time stayed counter because I had spent more time out of the game than in it. I'm not 100% sure how that affects things. I imagine it affects some outcomes and some achievements. So it's got some cool little hooks to it. There are puzzles within there that are not really explained. So I guess you can kind of equate that to like a mist where you'll just come up upon a puzzle and you kind of know you have to solve it, but you're not exactly sure what you're solving for. Um, So that's, I'm early on yet. I don't know if that's going to be a positive or a negative to it. It depends on how obtuse those puzzles are. But it's definitely an intriguing game. I, I'm not sure where to wind up. The only research I did was a how long to beat query on it and said it takes about six and a half or seven hours because there's no time estimate on TA yet. But I'm curious to see where it winds up. If you're able to help Quinn get out of this predicament, if you learn more about Quinn, if that's impacted in any way based on your answers. Um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying the little test of it I've had. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to playing more of Stay and seeing where things wind up. Now, I have a question for you, Michelle. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't sound at all like you're playing like a cat, as a cat. As a cat? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, I actually. Was... I got you. <laughs> I, I know Stray is the, the PS5 game that came out that uh, won some critical reception. You do actually have a cat that shows up um, pretty early on in stay can you pet it and um well you are the guy on the other side or guy or girl or whatever on the other side of the computer screen so you're not actually in there interacting with anything you only interact with quinn but you can see quinn interact with the cat and the cat's got a collar on and the collar has like a a countdown timer on it so the understanding you have is this cat's basically there to let you know how much time you have before something happens. But what? We we don't know. We have to play through the experience to figure that out. And I don't know if the cat's going to have any greater purpose than being there for that. But uh, yeah, the, so there, there is a cat in Stay, but it's not the cat from Stray. Not to be confusing to anybody. Yeah, dang. Uh, so what brought this to your attention? Sorry if you mentioned it before, but I, uh, I'm uh, not no. sure. I, I... Yeah, this is very random. I won it in a Twitter giveaway. Oh, all right. Um, oh, wow. So okay, it was then. just one of those, like, it's I, it's a puzzle adventure game according to TA. And the little bit I knew about it was it has sort of, you know, horror elements to it, uh, which I tend to like survival horror type games. It's been on my random to-do list for months because it's something I put in there to just sort of pad out the collection because it's got some fairly high ratio achievements. Um, and this was finally the month where, like, back to our question we had at the top of the show. I just pressed A. 
So now I've started this game that I've been sitting on for months. So um, and so far, so good. Like, I'm looking forward to getting back to it, um, you know, either once we're done recording or sometime tomorrow. And it should be noted that um, you might want to use a, just a little bit sharper inflection. This is not the game is stay. Not, not just <laughs> stay. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, yes, yeah, it like is all talk caps. Talk to a dog. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah it, it, it is all caps. That is that is a fair point. Uh, and and insofar as the achievements, again, I haven't looked at the list, but I know nothing is marked as unobtainable. 40 people have completed it out of the 1,400 or so starters. But there really isn't a whole lot of other information. That said, there are guides on Steam for the game. So I think... Oh, really? I think the approach is play it once, just see how it goes, and then hit up a guide to clean up stuff. But I, I get the feeling it's it it's a very completable game it's just going to take some time to you know sit through a guide and figure out exactly where you are the rarest achievement in the game uh is called trophy mogul and it is for collecting mm-hmm. all the other achievements oh no and it has <laughs> uh a 666 ta score right now so Uh-oh. there you go Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, proof that collect all other achievement achievements are are evil <laughs> well at least i i believe with with this i i don't think that you can get all the achievements and stay in one playthrough and maybe there's a way with some save scumming type method but i i think the intention of stay is for you to play through it a couple different times and try a couple different paths and see how things change as you do that it looks like it like when if you were to look at the secret achievements it well, actually, never mind. No, I just noticed what the achievement <laughs> names were. So, so, yeah, there's definitely alternate endings. <laughs> right. And when you see a, a, a game with a ton of missables, it's either collectibles and this doesn't have the collectible flag or it's different endings or things where you have to choose one option or the other. Ergo, you're going to miss one of them on that playthrough. So going back to something that you said about having random puzzles or whatever. Mm hmm. Um, as you're talking about the game, like I usually do, uh, when it's a game I have, I know nothing about, I always like to watch clips. Mm-hmm. There is a clip that I, for the life of me, cannot figure out what is happening. And it is just a peacock sitting on a brick wall and the player s- selecting certain bricks. And when it does, it's, disappearing or something i don't know it's like a seven second clip i I, (laughs) a 15 second clip i have no idea what's going on and and neither do i and at the very beginning of stay there's a warning about this game deals with anxiety and depression and so i imagine the as you read through the dialogue like if you do more than just play with the guides you pick the right answers if you actually like read through and it's gonna be one of those games that people either find very pretentious because it's trying to make all these kind of real high concept points or it's actually going to kind of stick with you because it's like oh i can associate with this sort of thing so i find all of that intriguing gameplay wise there's Ah. not a whole lot of gameplay to it there are these puzzles that show up and it's choose a b or c as a response and you can pick a b or c and see how the full response will be typed out because the the responses as you're prompted will be very brief basically like yes or no when you pick it, it's going to show you the whole way that that response will be typed out to Quinn. So sometimes, like, and I, I'm sure you've experienced with Walking Dead, because I have, where I'll pick an answer, and the way that I 
think that answer would actually be spoken is not the way they speak it in the game. It's like got some totally other connotation. Yes. So you do get to see the full text that'll be presented to Quinn before you hit enter. So I, I like that element. But um, that's nice. Yeah, it's it's intriguing. I and and it's kind of fun to play a game where there's I have no preconceived notions and nobody else really has anything else they can tell me about it. So um, you know, I'm I'm planning wow. to hopefully get through at least one playthrough before the next time I record and uh, you know be able to have an update on whether it lived up to any of this promise that, that this intrigue or if it kind of just tapered off. There is one thing that that I found a little annoying in the game. Oh, and I, I just want to state real quick: Mental's completed it, so. I know if I have any questions, I can reach out to Mental. Maybe I'll offer him a raspberry pop tart if that you know helps him <laughs> be more willing oh, to be helpful. Oh boy! <laughs> but um, it's oh, I forgot the point I was going to make because I uh, had to mention raspberry pop tarts. But um, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. So anyway, never mind any of that. I I'm curious to see where. Oh, one little thing that kind of was annoying. So again, Quinn is typing to you. Oh. Quinn makes a typo early and actually does, as I know I do, you know, asterisk correction. So he types like J-S-U-T asterisk just like, okay, I'm correcting myself, which I thought was kind of cool because that's kind of a normal typing cadence. But they made sure to make him make a mistake like every six lines. And, And that's that's one of those little things where like the first time it felt kind of natural, which feels like nice because that interaction is like, okay, I can see this happening. But then after a while you're either making mistakes mm-hmm. and you just stop correcting them or you know you only make a typo or two but uh, sounds like he types like me <laughs> maybe so he has to look down at the keyboard so i'm guessing he's hunting and pecking god what, what when does this take uh. place 1972 <laughs> it's wild okay listen kids today mostly hunt and peck none of them actually know how to type they know how to text mm, that's so funny. but yes yeah, day is very interesting i look forward to exploring it further 336 uh uh star rating on ta and surprisingly 1300 people have, pl- have played this i honestly thought this was gonna be a lot lower like like a thousand yeah i'm surprised it's that many super, people super too. obscure but still a little bit of obscure 40 completions yeah i feel like it may have been on a pretty deep sale a couple times so maybe it, and it's not too hard to get on your tag the game is broken up into very short chapters there's a puzzle at the end of the first chapter and that's the first achievement so you don't have to play very long before you wind up kind of uh committed to it in that way so i I can imagine maybe i i think it's been on sale before so i could see people picking it up and trying it out and and it's just there but that would also explain the relatively high ratio all right um l what game would you like to talk about all right. Well, unlike Michelle, I uh, wanted to talk about a game that we've talked about a million times on the podcast, uh, which is Vampire Survivor. What's new? I know. Well, last we is it left... DLC out yet? I was getting to that. Oh, well, <laughs> last week I was excited because I had gotten to the twenty-minute mark, <laughs> and since then I have so cute. Uh, that was so cute. You got I know it, it, was, it was adorable, but. Uh... <laughs> But uh, right after that, I I, uh, I did not take Kenny's advice, and I went right to the second stage, the library. And on my first try, I did the thirty minutes. So it was a, oh dang nice yeah it was a really nice feeling. So it does all kind of come together once you get a little stronger 
I did what some people suggested I do, which is just put the greed on, which is just get gold multipliers, and then eventually you could just buy all the stuff. And yeah, it was a ton of fun. You know, once your axe right. evolves and you're just throwing mm-hmm. it everywhere, and uh, you just feel you feel godly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy, you've seen nothing yet. I, I, <laughs> Well, yeah, I see what people are talking about now. It, I, I, you know, it did take several hours to get to that point. I will concede. Maybe some people finished it faster. I don't know, or or did the thirty minutes a little quicker than I did? But once I did, oh no, it takes a couple. Yeah, I saw what it was all about, and then I went back to the forest and did a thirty-minute run there, and then I went to the third stage and promptly got destroyed quickly. So now I have to mm-hmm. figure out. What what I want to go for? Oh, the other thing, of course, is achievements. So yeah, once I did that There's library a run, lot of them. I unlocked ten achievements. I'm like, oh right, ten achievements in one run. It's so awesome. That's also the best part of that game. Yeah, because you are constantly unlocking something. And not only are you unlocking achievements, each one of the achievements unlocks something in game as well, which yeah. is is really cool. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a new character or a new you know, I saw new um, features being added to the main menu, like new options to choose from and stuff like that. So, like a bestiary was added, stuff like that, uh, without giving too much away. Like, I thought that was awesome. Oh, there's so much that gets added. There was just a lot of stuff getting added. Yeah, and uh, I'm just excited to to keep going with it now. Yeah, and we're and oh, it's yeah. addicting. We're getting yeah. the new DLC and, uh, um, soon. Yeah, today. <laughs> oh, is it today? Oh my god, I'm so excited! I mean, oh to, snap! Yeah, today. <laughs> right. I just saw I didn't that. Notice. Uh, yeah. Guys, I have to go. It comes out today. Uh, thanks for, for having people me. Listening. Uh, I will see you next time. Yeah. yeah, it comes out for people listening. It comes out today. Oh, time oh. travel! Oh, come on. All right. <laughs> yes, crew, pay attention. I mean, I mean, of course, yes. I'll go play it right today. now. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't um, wait. much like the other one, it was best two dollars you're spending <laughs> two bucks. Yeah, but how many achievements did they add the last time? Only a few. Ugh, more than a no, few. it was only a couple. I mean, it, you know, comparatively, of course, but I don't think it was like chaotic. Two one two. added three achievements. Oh, really? It was only one or three? I thought tiny, it was one that. tiny update, two achievements. <laughs> yeah, moon spell, which was the the other oh, paid that's for right. one. That All was right. seventeen that's achievements. 17. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking. I don't think I'm doing spell. Okay. So yeah. So now there's 162 total. Well, now not including more about not to be including, added. Yeah. Sorry. So that's awesome. <laughs> no, this is great. I'm so excited. Reason and, to dive um, back into this game. <laughs> My only and I will also about say Vampire that Vampire Survivors yeah. is that it's beautiful on cloud until about the 12 minute mark and then it just pieces out <laughs> there's just too much happening yeah it's such it's so sad because those first five ten minutes you're like okay this is good this is holding up real real good i <laughs> i can do this and as soon as the game starts to really get good it's done <laughs> funny story about that when i was in universal earlier this year while i was waiting for a ride i was playing vampire survivors on cloud I had that same experience where, you know, first couple of minutes, I was like, oh, yeah, this is doable. And then my poor phone, man, mm-hmm. 
it got to that 12, 15 minute mark and boy, did it start getting hot. <laughs> it did not appreciate that game. Mm-hmm. I know you this on the is... rides like playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you Up know, I know this is uh, not what we talk about normally, but uh, because I had already completed the game when the mobile Fun. port oh. came out, um, I still played it uh, and it's great. Like it doesn't, that game does it. not, um, yeah, okay, that's a that's a that experience is is because of you know the streaming and, and xCloud but the actual mobile port mm-hmm. is fantastic and you can you can actually play through it just fine with no issues so uh i wish right. they'd make a android and ios stack that'd be great oh could you imagine pc stack yeah. let's go stacks on stacks let's go <laughs> yeah they haven't done that in a while like they had the wordament thing and Minecraft. Solitaire and stuff like that, but yeah. Where's our phone it's, stuff? It's because they're moving into the whole streaming just, everywhere thing, so that specific mm-hmm. console type thing is going to be you know, like the, the joke with Minecraft where there's like Minecraft on every possible platform, it's all just going to be Game Pass you know, cloud gaming and, and just one yep. version. That, that's where we're headed. Alright, we'll see. Uh, what I was going to say is that I did do a playthrough on my laptop, and it worked just fine. And it's play anywhere. It just keeps your progress. Um, you know, for those on the go. Still haven't done the whole cloud thing on the phone like you guys, but I don't think I don't want to monopolize my phone for that long. I haven't quite done that yet, but uh, it was funny. My wife walked by. She's like, is this Castlevania? <laughs> <I'm> like, well, <laughs> it, it, uh, I mean, it definitely wears the influences on its sleeve. And as you go deeper and deeper into the, and I saw three stages, so just the enemies are, are lifted straight from Castlevania. A lot of them are. Just the animations even. just It's definitely heavily influenced by, especially the floor chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <Yeah. laughs> Santa water. Don't sleep on Santa water. That's for that sure. That one I don't get. That one I don't get. I'll have to Definitely Google. a bad Google translation or I'll something. Have, I'll have to Google it. Oh, is that yeah, what like you think it is? Ask Jeeves about that or something. <laughs> oh. <Jeeves. laughs> I get it now. All right. Um, is that like dog? Uh, yeah, so that was uh, Vampire Survivors. More talk. Sorry about that if you're sick of hearing about that. It's just I got excited about it. Now I know what everyone else is feeling. It's the new Gears pop. <laughs> it's the new moving out. It's Vampire Survivors. Uh, real quick, I wanted to talk about Forza Horizon 4. Uh, it took over a year, but the Encore achievement looks to be working again. We'll find out if it actually pops in about three more weeks. This is the end of the first week. So if all works correctly, that's working again. And uh, this was presumed to not be fixed or they didn't care to fix it and then and then they did stuff seems to be tracking correctly so far so anybody who's interested in that we have a uh, opt-in channel called forza shockingly enough and if you you know mental will always help you do whatever you (laughs) No, mental did help me out a lot though um there's a whole crew in there of people that are very knowledgeable about forza uh, Alex R. Davies, there, there's a pin about what to do and what not to do in Encore. Uh, some people suggest not to go into the DLC because that can mess things up, but I have no idea if that's accurate well, still. Well, that sucks. Sorry I did that. 
I think Ahizo was saying if you go into the DLC, sometimes your photo challenge can go away. So just double check. Make sure you don't end your session in the DLC. Just and don't buy a home there. Or don't uh, go, go to your home there. I don't know. But if it messes up, then you could just try again, I guess, in a few weeks, assuming that it works. So I'm glad they fixed that. Because between that breaking and Forza 5 uh, launching pretty buggily, I was put off on that series for a little while. But going back in, it's still you know beautiful. And yeah. It's I, a gorgeous game. I'm just not good at it. Like I feel like when I'm playing other racing games, you can catch up from when you're behind. You know, you'll see a crash happen, and you can kind of take advantage of that. Not in this game. If you're behind, you're pretty much behind. You have to start off ahead and stay ahead, as far as I've seen. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But you can rewind when you're playing solo. So, fortunately, you have to take advantage of that. But you do have to do some hard difficulty stuff to get the challenges all finished. The summer do, playlist. Do you have it set on easy? Normally I do, but there's some that you have to do on on hard, like I was saying. So, but there are tuned uh, cars that that you can that you can get. So if you have right. the money, you get the tuned cars, and those give you the best chance of winning. Well, mon- money's easy to come by if you connect yeah. your account to Mixer and just stream for a while. Nah. <laughs> you'll get that like crazy. <laughs> the funny part is, I remember when you first did that. <laughs> I'm like, what oh, are yeah. you doing? <laughs> like getting money. <laughs> Showing everyone my cool Jurassic Park Ford uh, Raptor. <laughs> oh, Mixer. Forza is. Forza Horizon games are great. They're another game that's like, it's just going to live on my Xbox because every so often I just oh. jump in. It's like, oh, let's play a couple of races. They're just huge. They're huge. Take up a lot of room. External hard drive. No, then they're slow. Uh, transfer. It takes like two minutes. Oh, yeah, two minutes. Uh, I still haven't figured out cheap internal storage options yet. Anyway, that's some Forza Horizon 4 and some Vampire Survivors. Those games are fun and achievements. Yay. They are. They need a multiplayer f- Vampire Survivors. <gasps> Ooh, how would that, is, how would that it work? Is, it is pluralized. Mm-hmm. Survivors. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. You should just. It's a lot of characters. Yeah, you, co-op. It's not split-screen co-op, unless they do it where you can kind of explore in your own. Not the tethered kind. All right. Make it tethered. More more enemies. Bigger bosses. Something like that. Now you're thinking. Well, that was the game showcase. Let's move on into some sales. All right. Sales this week. We have the spring sale is pretty much the big is pretty much the big thing. Like there's some other things that are that went on sale that's not part of that, but let's be realistic. Spring sale is what matters. And I picked out a couple of game thing, a couple of games. But quite honestly, like so often when I look through sales, it's like just get Game Pass because so much <laughs> of what goes on sales in Game Pass. So it's like either trying to recommend the same stuff that we've said before or game pass. Right. But are you not suggesting Forza like... horizon five for $50? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Sorry. Um, <laughs> a couple of games I going to recommend. I feel like it's been a while, long time since they, they've ever been mentioned, 
Uh, someone will probably <laughs> remind me that like I meant someone mentioned like two months ago or something. But uh, first off, a kingdom for Kathleen's and a world for Kathleen's simulation games management. They are old XBLA type games. They're both two dollars and fifty cents down from ten. These games are great. If you like the management type games, they're so much fun. They're super relaxing calm easy music nothing literally nothing stressful about this about these games and it's one of those games that because it was came out in the xbox 360 era your avatar is actually the character that you use in game so just i've always liked the avatars and like dash of destruction and uh the raiders crash course and what whatnot they're always fun to use. So being able to use them in the in in the Kathleen's games, they're great. Very casual fun. Those are just real nice, easy going time. Mm-hmm. And I know I personally have good memories because I would always have like uh music going on in the background, whatever it is that I was listening to at the time while playing these games. Because they're super relaxing. Uh, next game is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I know I've talked about this before. I'm a big Dragon Ball fan. Uh, I'm bringing this one up because I believe this is the lowest this is this game has ever been, and it's funny because I was just talking to friends of mine about this game. I'm like, it just hasn't hit that sweet spot yet. It right now is fifteen dollars down from sixty. Um, I think that's the magic number of where I'm going to pull the trigger for this game. I've been wanting to play this game. Looks amazing. If you're if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan or you like the fighting games, the animes. I hear great things about this. I mean, it's less like... So, I was interested in this, too, but it, it's less of a fighting, right? I thought it was more of a... Like, an action game? Is that, is that wrong? It's... I think it's, like... An adventure, open-world-ish. But it also has, like, the fighting style mm, to gotcha. it. It's definitely not like a Dragon Ball Fighters or the Xenoverse games. It's less of that. Gotcha. Okay. And then fourth game I'm going to recommend something I've never heard of and I saw this going through the list uh King of Seas. It's a game that released uh last May. It's a naval vehicular combat game. Um I don't know much about it. Like I said, I've never heard of it. It's 5 hours down from 25. And when I was looking through the clips and pictures and whatnot on TA, it reminded me of a more modernized uh, Age of Booty. If you guys have played that, the old XBLA game. I love that game. That game was a lot of fun. And having something similar to that, uh, yeah, I think I might check this one out as well. Once again, not a lot of people have played this. Like 1,100 people have actually played it. 25 have completed it. So... There's that. It is completable. How easy or how hard, I have no idea. Uh, Prue, what would you like to recommend? Unsurprisingly, I'm going to recommend a Star Trek game. Star Trek <laughs> Prodigy, <laughs> colon, Supernova. He's, uh, I, I, never I, that. I think, uh, it's his first time being on sale. Um, so it's a normally a $50 game. Mm. Uh, down to 20 I honestly would say 20 is probably a a little much, uh, but it's way better than 50 because um, that's how numbers work. So, uh, you know, it, you know, it's a pleasant little game. Uh, I think I spent about 12 hours on it. 
Uh, so if you need some Star Trek in your life and you want uh, a decent game, you could uh, you could do worse. So that's what I'm going to recommend. Wow, not a lot of starters on this one. No, no. That's kind of surprising. I f- thought there would be more. Just Star Trek being just the IP that it is. Also, humble brag, I was the second player to complete the game <laughs> uh, in in the hey. world, but uh, no big deal. Wow, you know, no big deal at all. <laughs> are there all still right, Michelle? What are, there st- are there still two nope. starters, Kenny? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Michelle, you're giving away my <laughs> Um, excuse me, crew. But TA says you are the third to complete it. Oh, okay, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's all back up a little bit here, okay? Let's let's reverse our thrusters uh and we'll talk whoa. about this. This guy earlier. This guy has Wait a minute, hold up. No, stop. hold up. No, go ahead. No, go I know ahead. what you're going to say. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh no, no. Whoa. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I looked at this guy earlier, right? He's he's second on the leaderboard, but he did not complete it before I did. And he also played it on PC. And he only played it for an hour and a half. So I'm calling shenanigans. Oh. Because I, wa- I was the second uh, to complete it. So I think he probably had uh, help. I'll just say that. I think he might have had help. So I... I'm actually going to defend you here. I'm not. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to dispute what you're saying, because everyone here has you know ten plus hours into it. This dude has an hour in, in two minutes. Yeah. In it. So something that fishy is going yeah. on there. And all of his stuff's online. So I, yeah, I'm. I'm going to say you know I'll call shenanigans. I'm. I'm not going to call. I won't say his gamer tag. T G O I O K D I, but he, you know whatever because that's not pronounceable. That's not a word. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody likes you or believes you. That's all I'm saying. But you know, whatever, it's fine. I'll still claim number two, and I'll be happy with that. So that's all. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Where's that report button? How do I report <laughs> yeah. this? All right, and uh, uh, Michelle, what would you like to recommend? I would like to recommend a game that I believe has been recommended before, but I think this is actually the lowest price it's been available at, and that game is Dust and Elysian Tale. Dust is a really wonderful little Metroidvania. Uh, It's an Xbox 360 title, which I know, you know, it's got 400 gamer score, and that makes people less excited and whatever, but it's it's so good. And it's only $2.99, which is a real steal. I, I... I think, uh, according to today, previously it had been on sale for $3.74. So it's it's coming further and further down. $3 if you've never played Dust and Illusion Tale is excellent. It's also, unfortunately, not backwards compatible, which I know presents its own problems because booting up uh. a 360 is a real pain. But it it is really good. It is totally worth that price if you have the access to play it. 100% recommend Dust and Illusion Tale. Yeah, I'll be one of those people. The not backwards compatible mm-hmm. is a turnoff. Did it ever Understood. come out with a with an Xbox One version or no? No. Oh, bummer. No, you'd know. I know there's a lot of, a lot of people say good things about this. So, now, um, L, now, what game would you like to recommend? Now, Michelle. Yes. Why would our community spend two ninety nine on Dust when they could get nine monkeys of Shaolin? And get a game that you could just do console commands and get the completion uh, without playing the game. I mean, that's what our community wants. That's what our community craves. I mean, uh, I mean, we are an achievement podcast, Kenny. So 
we are uh, contractually obligated to mention games like this, uh, Cooking Simulator uh, for Windows, which is on Game Pass that I um, try just for science. Um, totally not on my tag. I mean, it is, but, <laughs> you know, we're obligated to talk about these things. I don't know how people figure out to stick a keyboard into an Xbox game and find stuff, but this is uh, the new meta of the meta is trying to break these games and see what makes them tick. Someone will always find a way to cheat. I mean, this is a, normally a six to eight hour beat-em-up game. I don't think it's a bad game. Three and a half stars. Stars. But yeah, that... uh. Spring Sale has a lot of good stuff on it, but like you said, a lot of Game Pass stuff, a lot of stuff we've seen before. Yeah, same things tend to go on sale. Can only recommend the Batman game so so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Bioshock collection and yada, 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 yada. All good Injustice. stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, if you don't want to spend any money, as always, we have Games of Gold, which huh. has games in them. Uh, as of right, well, <laughs> for the next three days. So, if you're listening to this, the day it releases, consider this your last chance to snag Lamentum before it is gone. That disappears April 15th. Um, but then when that goes away, Peaky Blinders Mastermind comes in until May 15th. And then also all throughout of April, we have Out of Space Couch Edition. And grab grab those games through Games of Gold. These are all your favorite and then, genres, Kenny. Simulation. Yeah, I mean. Stealth, strategy, the three S's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at the, uh, at just genres alone. Yeah, there's some stuff here. I, I would probably like out of space or Peaky Blinders, but now when I get into the actual game, who knows? That's a different story. I wonder what couch edition means. They're like connect edition. <laughs> Generally, playing this one is a uh, couch co-op edition. I think so. All right. And then for Game Pass, we're a little light on Game Pass news. Uh, available now is Ghostwire Tokyo and NHL Twenty Three. And then available Tuesday, Minecraft Legends. You know what? And then also, I gotta go ahead. tell you about this jerk thing they did. They, what? Who? They. <laughs> Them. Foo? Who Don't is you that? Know? They. Them. Yeah, the powers that be. The man. <laughs> Bill told Gates us all that himself. I, Bill Bill Gates emailed us, telling us that Iron Brigade was going to be delisted. So, if you want it, you better buy it. And oh, while you're at it, buy that DLC. And sure enough, it came to Game Pass with the DLC for free. So a lot of people, even better, including myself, bought it for no reason. Luckily, it's only like five bucks, but ugh. Well, it sounds like their plan worked. It totally worked. More games should try it. I'm, I'm, uh, can't. Looking at you, uh, Quantum Break. Not a big Minecraft fan, but I am. Curious to see what this Legends game is all about. I'm curious about it. Yeah. Hey, maybe that'll be the next Thursday mm, night game. Sorry, it's my Friday <laughs> night game, which means I'll be playing it with other Wait, really? people. In, uh, yeah, uh-huh. so we're going to try it. Uh, me and X oh. and J and Rocker. Mr. No, Rocker Dude but as well. But you're yeah. playing 
But you're playing that, that real fun right dungeon crew. Game. We're playing the other Minecraft yeah. game, yes. And we we need a break from that slog, so we so are bad. looking forward to whatever Legends right. is. You can be the guinea pigs. Uh, you fine. know what? All right. So- I, I was actually going to yeah. ask only because I just saw the um, I looked at the trailer for Loop Hero. Um, do you did you do you guys know anything about this? I only watched the two minute trailer. I don't know much about it, but it looked fun. It's like a from what I can gather, uh, it looks like a, um, a, a like a JRPG roguelite kind of a game, I think, is what's going on. I'm not sure if you guys have looked into it at all. Well, okay, that is not the game I was thinking of. Then I think I thought I knew what it was. I'm pretty sure Kronos talks highly of this game. I did yeah, see that's a card in the game, so I I oh, was out. Yep. I was There's like, cards. nope, I'm done. There's For cards that in it. Reason? <laughs> <I'm out>. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked interesting. I, I thought that was you know something to. Oh, wow. Yeah, this I have not seen. This is not what I thought who Lupiro was. I will also say that that Lupiro looks just like the Guitar Hero logo. <laughs> they know what they're oh, doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, when your name is like that, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Smart. Um, where were we? Oh, also leaving on April 15th. So last chance to either complete and or buy these games before you leave Game Pass. We have Life is Strange, True Colors, Moon Globe Bay, Panzer Corps 2, Rainbow Six Extraction, The Dungeon of Nahalbeck, The Long Dark, and The Rift Breaker. All of them are on cloud console and PC. As always, grab them now while they are 20% off or wait for a sale in about six weeks or less. <laughs> and you could probably get them even cheaper. And none of these actually look like game, games or gold games. They all look decent, so probably not going to get them there. All right. Well, with that, let's get into Brad Camp. Take it away, Michelle. All right. In completions, Fista Roboto has reached 200 completed games. Pexy Balao has reached 300 completed games. Whispering Clown has reached 450 completed games. <laughs> Eruteric is at 500 completed games. It is joined there by our very own Kush Moose, who has also reached 500 completed games. Hey! Prue, you hit a completed games milestone. Oh We're all very my proud god! Of you. Ah. I did one thousand completed games. So, so what was number one thousand? <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you, it was this gem called whatever the East Asia stuffed games oh, were no. that had those title updates. Oh, oh boo! It was a recompletion. Oh, what a waste! So it doesn't even count. What a it's waste! Not a even, it was a waste. Oh. It was I don't absolutely know. a waste. Yeah, totally a waste. So, oh. Thank you for the thank you for the congratulations. Of course, of course. Uh, moving on, we have more overachievers. Toad Style Venom has reached 1,300 completed games. <laughs> Snipe by a Girl has somehow reached both 1,400 and 1,450 completed games in the past week. Maybe. Thrash Forever? More East Asia Probably. A lot yes. of recompletions, I would imagine. Um, and then Thrash Forever has reached 2,250 completed games. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> wow. And Streaks. I'm going to go next. Uh, Elsock, or E-Elsock. It's one or the other. Uh, he is currently on a 50-day win streak. <laughs> Heizo, 100-day win streak. Jay Bloch, my good Friday buddy who was going to be playing <laughs> Minecraft Legends with me. 100-day win streak. 
Um, Toad Style Venom, again, a 100-day win streak. Uh, Redemption Denied on a 200-day win streak. Uh, he's not a great gamer. Just give give him some slack. He, you know, maybe he'll catch up at some point. <laughs> wow. Uh, Johnny Delicious uh, on a 250-day uh, win streak. Uh, Scaravis, I guess is what that is. 500 days. Scaravis. Uh, okay. All right. Sadik uh, on a 600-day achievement win streak. Yeah. Z Drunken Money Monkey Z is on 650-day achievement win streak. Uh, ben L72 on a 750-day achievement win streak. And Northern Lass on a 950-day achievement win streak. Man, it's nice hearing someone else fumble through gamer tags. It's not just <laughs> me. All right, so now listen to me fumble through these gamer tags. Uh, Living Legends has hit 500,000 gamer score. Matthew00 has hit 900,000 gamer score along with Dude with the Face. Isret102 has hit 1.3 million gamer score. Toad Style Venom, 1.4 million gamer score. And Sniped by a Girl has hit 2 million gamer score. Oof. The 2 million club is the new 1 million. Thanks, East Asia Whoa. Soft. Possibly. <laughs> oh, she did well. No, you, you don't do get there just with East Asia Soft titles for sure. Oh, no, I'm not, ta- I'm not saying yeah. that to be discouraging. I do wonder if there's... That a cl- is a crazy milestone no matter how you get there. I wonder if there's a club, how many ladies are in the 2 million club. I'm not sure if she's the first or not. I'll have to ask her. In leaderboards, Bastion Reader is now third in the USA Completed Games Leaderboard for shoot 'em ups and the top 10 overall in Completed Games Leaderboard for shoot 'em ups You should uh, tell us which games you like to play. Can't tell. Chewy on Ice is in the top 200 of the Gamer Squad Leaderboard for Adventure. Ruterek is in the top 200 of the England Tier Difference Leaderboard. Jay Blach, who you're going to be playing Minecraft Legends with, is now in the top 20 <laughs> of the Nova Scotia leaderboard for first-person shooters. By the way, it looks like that game is two to four-player online co-op, but four to, uh, up to eight players multiplayer. Yeah, so it I definitely seems like a multiplayer PvP? game. PvP? So. All yeah, right, yeah. we're all going to have to, to... I'm so intrigued by that game. We're going, to totally, <laughs> we're going to have to co... What does Freem like to say? Co... Populate, go habitually. Take your Friday night crew and yeah. move them over here <laughs> to Thursday. Exactly. Never the twain something. shall meet, I say. Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sir Polygon is in the top 10 of Georgia TA leaderboard for equestrian sports. Very interesting. And Sniped by the Girl, the girl, that's what I'm going to say, is. Back at it again. Top 100 of the Achievements 1 leaderboard. Top 5 in all of Canada. And second in Ontario. Nicely done. Fun fact, Ontario is in Canada. I can confirm. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Really? Yeah, it's true. I work for a a Canadian company, so I know these things. (laughs) (laughs) So more fun facts. Does anybody by any chance know how many people are in the Million Club? Oh, at this point, um, I'm going to guess. Or any I, guesses? 800 people. Okay. 800 times. Oh, Michelle, it, what was guess. your guesses? Hmm. Was well, this based on people that are tracked on TA? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, I'm just looking at the TA leaderboard. Uh, I have the numbers in front of me of how many people, according to this, as as of recording, because I'm sure by the time this is released, more will be more, more will hit it. But we got podcasted for everything. <laughs> I, well, there's like so, well, for instance, there's someone's here with nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So, oh, he's waiting. Um, I yeah, go ahead. Hmm. No, go ahead. You go. I think it's closer to eighteen hundred, maybe even two thousand. Whoa, that's a jump! Ah, it wow, is. that's that's a lot. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I think it's like pick I think one, it's over a thousand by now. Price is right I know, rules. I'm not doing the Price is Right rule. I'm gonna guess twelve hundred. <laughs> Bob, okay, Kenny, what's your guess? <laughs> well, if we were going by Price is Right r- rules, Prue would yes. have it. I call nicely it. done, Prue. Just barely it though. <laughs> What is it? What is it? What's the actual number, though? So the actual number is one thousand one hundred and twenty-four. Wow! I mean, I'll, I'll give it to Michelle for sure. She's way closer so, than I was. She was definitely closer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are those that would argue that that's not that high of a number, all things considered. I, it isn't with seven hundred thousand yeah. registered profiles or whatever it is now. Like if it's that easy to get that's, to million, you're still way up there on the yeah. leaderboard. If you have a million. Nope. And it's still an accomplishment by all means. Granted, the leaderboard on TA has people that go all the way down to one as a gamer score, but the bottom person is ranked Pro in a tie eight. for nine hundred thirty-two thousand three hundred two hundred sixty-eighth. <laughs> so to be in the you know top twelve hundred of almost a million gamers is significant, and still a very small portion of You're the gaming still population. Mm-hmm. So how many of now, those are two millionaires, though? Since I just. I was just about to ask that since we just mentioned that. Do you guys want to give a, give a guess on that? I'm uh, 100. Michelle's so looking at the answers. 10%. No. I, I could see that like it's just smaller portions. One. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not true, Al. You know that's not true. <laughs> I do oh. three millionaires. And, and, yeah. All right, we'll say, I'll say 28. Oh, you suck. <laughs> What'd you say, bro? I said 30. <laughs> he's just trying to... Oh, he's trying to get me. <laughs> well, once again, Prue would win my Price yes. is Right rolls. Oh. There's 92. Oh. Well, <laughs> Michelle is the closest. <clears throat> and now, because, of course, we we have to, do you guys want to give a shot at how many are in the 3 million? I'm going to say oh, 10. God. I'm going down by 10% each time. 1,000. Well, I know <laughs> I said 1,200 first, but then 100, then 10. Close enough. Yeah, uh, last I knew it was only a couple. I'm going to say five. I'll say five. I'll say L six. Oh, come on. <laughs> Michelle hit it on the, on the Okay, head. good. All right. Well, Michelle wins that. There's she wins every yeah, category. Michelle. That's, good job, Michelle. Well done. <laughs> and then obviously, Redemption is in is in the lead with 3.7 million. I mean, which, obviously. My God, that is a lot of gamer score. That is. That He's is played a few of those games also. <laughs> That's yeah. Uh, I can't wrap my head around that okay, one. Now, now, poof, let me ask you a question. How many people on TA have oh. two hundred twenty-five thousand eight hundred eighty-five gamer score? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. It's got to be a lot of people, considering it's TA. Uh, I would say 
at a hundred. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just that specific number, not more than that or less than that. Just oh, that specific yeah, number. Yeah. I thought you meant yeah, at least no, that. No, no. Oh God, seventy-two. I don't nope. know. <laughs> I have well, no idea on, where me, that me, number came from. I'll help from. you out here. I'm going to help you out here. How many people have <laughs> that number that live in Maryland uh, and also enjoy <laughs> Old Bay seasoning? <laughs> Uh, I'll give it one. It, so it is one. one, and it is the the wonderful host of this show. So thank you, Foof. Hell so yes. So thank you, Foof, very much for uh, for hosting. So. Okay, so I just looked it up because you because you said that. Fun fact: two people have that. Oh, really? Means <laughs> wow. In wait, I am reading that right. Yep, two people: <clears throat> me and Insepit Ghost. Where's, we have the same. Where's that person score. from? Uh, how do I even find that? You just click on them and then look at their little flag. <laughs> I don't see a flag. Well, they don't want you to know. They might not have registered a location. I was gonna say I'm looking on the on his on his profile. If it's not, I don't see it. All right. Now wait a minute. So on the subject, I guess we have to mention this. Did you see the person who was speed running to a million gamer score as fast as possible? This uh, Martell that person, is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what he's up to, but I saw that he unlocked the. Well, uh, I think his account was what the was two hundred forty thousand. Account was, was in one banned. Day. I'm pretty sure the account was, was banned. It? Yeah, yeah. Notice of Xbox enforcement for uh, getting too many gamer score too quickly. Too <laughs> <much>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of bizarre, right? <clears throat> so the reason. Yeah, I don't think the re- the reason he did this is not to to impress anyone, but just to show what GamerScore has become and how quickly you can get it. Um, with that said, you still need oh, yeah. a lot of time and a lot of money to get it. So that's why probably so few people do have it. You also probably like to oh, play yeah. some real mm-hmm. games in between. Right. Maybe that's it why, too. It is absolutely incredibly easier to do it now than ever before but with that being said it is still a achievement in and of itself sure i do find it interesting like i'm sure until asia soft has a million gamer score in of itself (laughs) it's going to be an achievement I, i do find it interesting to try to lay out though like people who have a million gamer score against what they're overall ta ratio is which i know is not an absolute indicator of anything but you really do see that now you see folks that have like a 1.23 ratio who are millionaires along with people who have like a two ratio uh so Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see all the different paths people take to get there but no one is more or less valid than the other right man Xbox just needs to like buy TA so we can have the TA <laughs> score on your actual gamer tag. Your ratio and all these cool stats could just be displayed there. Ugh. All right. But I think that will do it for us this week. Uh, thank you for joining us, Prue. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. See you in about two days when we complete Halo, or at least complete what <laughs> we're going to unlock together in Halo. Until we move on to something better. Like Back for Blood. <sighs> <laughs> or something i don't know we'll figure that out but as always you can find us on all the social medias youtube twitch discord 
Twitter, all the links for all the different places are down in the show notes. Uh, we greatly appreciate everyone appreciate everyone that listens. Thank you to our patrons who keep the lights on, keep the show going, let us be able to do all kinds of contests and whatnot. There's also a doc in the show notes listed that has information with all the different contests that we do run. Or you can just check it out, discord.io slash AH101. We have an entire channel dedicated just for contests. But with that, thank you all for listening. And class is dismissed. See you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. Hello and welcome back to Neverending Stories, a short segment where I talk to some patrons and staff about some of the games that I have been challenging them to go back and complete the story or campaign mode for. The stuff that is sitting there lingering in their backlog and they just haven't gone back and just finished up that story. Joining me today is a true legend among men, one of my personal heroes and somebody I truly respect and admire. And I'm not just saying that because I'm currently relying on him and two of his alts to help me with Gears of War 2 uh, XP boosting. Uh, it's Skeptical Mario. Hello, hi, Chewie. Uh, it's great to have you on. I feel like you have been long missing from the podcast after some fantastic segments way back in the day. Uh, it's great to have you back. Thanks. Yeah, it's been kind of a busy year for me, and I've been uh, taking more of a a step away from gaming, but I'm still active in the community, I'm, and I'm a big fan of the podcast and everything you do. Well, we're a big fan of everything you do, Mario. From your punning comments <laughs> to your engagement with things like this nonsense, speaking of which, uh, what game are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about uh, Borderlands 2 for the 360. Ah, uh, yes, the classic is it classic is that is it, does it the, the question classic? mark is silent okay classic first person shooter role-playing open world dungeon crawler those are the official genres on ta that's not just a, a word soup that i came up with uh it was released back in 2012 sequel to the also very popular borderlands unsurprisingly and you actually started it quite close to release relatively speaking in july 2013 was it something that you were keen to start did it kind of show up on your radar um i don't remember why i started it uh because i was i was given that version as a gift from a friend who we were going to play online together and then before we could start it we all started the uh the xbox one version and that with the handsome collection so the get the game was completely superfluous and there was no reason for me to ever play it. Ah, uh, I see. So I'm, I'm not sure why I did start it. Probably for a contest or something. <laughs> well, it was uh, 8th of July, so I'm guessing it was a bean dive, possibly. Possibly. If you were involved in those such 
such shenanigans back in the day. I do occasionally partake. Uh, did you play the original? Yes. Yes, I, I played through that uh, campaign with my friends, yeah. Okay. So you started it, uh, and I think you only got that single achievement uh, on the day, which is what, partly why I was thinking it was a bean dive. Then you came back to it a year later, got a few things out mm-hmm. the way in August and September 2014. Then you left it again back in 2016 for a single achievement, left it back in 2017. So you were really yeah. on and off on this game. Well, you see that the story achievements are all so low that they would tend to show up on my RTDL. Mm. So I, I'm pretty sure the reason that I played it at all between 2014 and 2020 is that I just needed it for a contest, whether that's RTDL or, or something else. So you strike me as, relative to quite a lot of people in the community, somewhat of a completionist. Um, yes. Your yes, completion percentage so. is pretty high. Is it unusual for you to have a game like this kind of lingering in this way and only playing it for things like RTDL? I do tend to complete the vast majority of games that I start. And after I started Borderlands... I was sure that I would get around to finishing it eventually. If not the DLC, I don't I don't plan to buy any of the DLC since I completed that for the Handsome Edition. Um, sorry, my, my cat's on the desk. There are quite a few games that they don't really stick with me, and I don't uh, mm. stick with them. I just generally you know, play them just a little bit at a time for contests. So that's kind of what I was getting to, which is basically, were you not enjoying it enough to see it through? Th- those, Especially those times it may have turned up on the RTDL and just say, oh, I may mm-hmm. as well just finish it. Um, was, there a, was there a reason for that kind of? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the game well enough, but I think purely because I had already completed the Xbox One version that mm-hmm. I didn't feel like going back and replaying it. So, Especially it- because... In doing it this way around, you actually missed out on the opportunity to basically preload the one version completion, right? Because am I right in thinking that if you had completed it on the 360 and then did the one version, you would have been able to kind of port across um, a lot of your I would have I would have wanted to, yeah. Um, I think the I think the save file like porting over is optional. I don't know if it does it automatically. But I definitely would have wanted to take advantage of that. It's not really fun to play a game more than once. And there are Mm. are very few games that I would want to do that with that aren't fainters. So if it hadn't been for something like the RTDL making you go back to it, or me uh, giving (laughs) you it on a list of games, you probably wouldn't have made a concerted effort to do it um, without that extra kind of external influence. Well, like I said, I figured that I would go in and complete the base game eventually. But eventually had been like nine years and it, it was it was your contest that was the, the um, tipping point. The tipping mm. point, yeah. So um, do you kind of enjoy, because uh, so Borderlands is obviously known and I think what a lot of people take from it is the story mm-hmm. and specifically kind of the humor around the story. Um, was that something that kind of you were drawn to and that kind of, you enjoyed i do like it you... i i do like the story in borderlands too um mm. and it wasn't you know it wasn't bad playing through the story again but since i i knew already knew what was coming that was a little bit uh, of a deterrent yeah well there's no surprises in it is it if you're just literally stacking it and it's like mm-hmm. watching a film you've seen yeah 
you know, again and again. You're kind of just playing it to the completion, so you, I guess you can almost just half pay attention to it, even. Mm-hmm. And you know, like in a in a story based game, when you take a break for more than a year at a time, it's mm-hmm. hard to get back into it. Yeah, so I was going to actually ask that, but obviously, with the way you played it, it kind of didn't matter in this in this way, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I remember the story; I already did it, and you know, what doesn't really matter if I'm not 100 percent certain exactly what's going on because I've experienced this one already. Um, it's I've let it wash over me. So, you did the one version co-op. Did you do the 361 entirely solo? Then, yes. Or did you rope anyone into doing it? Uh, well, I did need to get help from uh, Heizo, I believe, for the. Um you know the raid boss achievement. Mm. Uh, that was that was after the main storyline. For the main storyline, I didn't uh, have any help at all. Yeah, so that's uh, Terramorphus, isn't it? The main, that's right. the big one. Did you did you use any of the exploits on that, or did you just you know um, overpower it basically? I overpowered it uh, with mm. Ahizo's help. He's way over leveled for it. Yeah. So when I did Borderlands Two, I- I've done this as well. Uh, I did it entirely co-op, and I did it entirely carried. Um, So Mm. I was a very low-level character, and I was playing with friends who had basically already done the the main story mode, Mm -hmm. and they were going through on their, like, hardcore mode or their second playthrough, their, like, leveled-up mode. So they basically just carried me through it, and it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. But I can't imagine doing it any other way, because to me... Any other way than being carried? No, just... um, I enjoy the story and the humor, but I find the gameplay loop a little bit of a, a slog, mm-hmm. um, yeah. especially I'd imagine doing it solo. So I can't imagine doing it solo normally, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, fair. as it were, and then kind of having to level up and level up and level up and grind and grind and grind to get to the higher levels yeah. and, you know, kill the, the Especially the, the if you are at a point where you feel like your guns are underpowered. Mm. then everything is a chore. Exactly. I never had that experience because I just, I joined the game with my friends and they just went, here you go, and dumped a whole <laughs> yeah. really high-level gear on me and, and off we went. And it was it was great. It was a blast. Uh, and it did mean that we could just focus on having fun with it instead of it being kind of a, a grind or a difficult chore or, 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 or something. Did you enjoy it enough that you also have or would want to play the, what is it, the pre-sequel and three. Uh, well, I had started the pre-sequel uh, since that was part of the Hanson collection on Xbox One. I'm hoping uh, slash expecting to complete that in the same way that I figured I would eventually complete the story for Borderlands 2. But the story in that game is not as good. I'm mm. really not very interested. So I'm not sure when that will ever happen. And um, obviously, I was only asking you to complete the story, which you did yes. very quickly. In fact, I think it, I, it's hard I to was, tell exactly. Yeah, it was like half an it was hour like your away. last achievement, mm-hmm. right? It was it was the last story achievement. You were you were right at the end. Yeah, it was pretty close to the end. What motivated you to say, you know, what well, I'm going to actually complete the whole darn thing? Because that's exactly what you did, you, you know. And that's no mean feat. Um, I'd imagine it took quite a few more hours after that point to do yeah. all the rest of all, like find all the map locations. Do all of the extra character achievements? Yeah, it was, was another. It? it was another few days of playing the challenges. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I had gotten, I had gotten into the mindset of playing it, uh, so it was easy to keep myself from putting it back down. Awesome. Well, Mario, thank you for going back and finishing up the story of Borderlands Two. Thank you for talking about it with me. Thank you for the suggestion. 
<laughs> do you have any other games on your list that you're thinking of going back to? You've actually got a quite varied list and most of your games don't... So being a completionist, you don't have quite the same level of old, old, old outstanding games in your collection. So this was the oldest, um, or one of the oldest by quite some way. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the rest date from 2016 onwards. Um, but it's quite a varied list. You've got a, kind of a variety of different stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything calling to you? Oh, well, I'm really looking forward to compl- the, to finishing the story on Marvel Ultimate Alliance. So the, it was a pack-in for my first Xbox 360. Mm. It's basically the first game I ever played. Wow. That, so that game appeared in a lot of people's lists, I think particularly because of that. Um, yes. that they just kind of, it came with the Xbox. I'm sure, so yeah. It. yeah. Also yeah. Forza Motorsport 2, which has a uh, discontinued achievement now, unfortunately. Well, uh, I look forward to talking to you again uh, at a later date to hear more about your never-ending stories. Great. Thanks for having me on. Welcome to Vacavania. I'm Pale, having played yet another Rattalika published Metroidvania. The guys, as in deceptive appearance, not a group of dudes, describes itself as a dark fairy tale Metroidvania, starring an orphan who turns into a demonic creature after putting on a strange mask he finds in an otherwise locked room. It turns out the lady who is running his orphanage is some sort of probably benevolent witch or other supernatural entity. I never figured it out as I stopped playing when I unlocked the game's final achievement, which is pretty early in the story, just after the third boss fight. Having glanced at the achievement list before starting the guys and noticing the sub one hour completion estimate, I did not expect much from it. It is never a good sign when the achievement list does not require you to complete the game, just play the first hour. I was, however, pleasantly surprised by its moody opening and visual effects. Sadly, it didn't take long for me to grow tired of the game's sometimes clunky controls and always terrible hitboxes. Many of the game's issues stem from the protagonist's unusual shape due to his short four legs. Attacks are mostly headbutts and possibly bites. I'm not sure how that works through a mask, but it makes as much sense as the spitting attack you learn. Spitting acid with a mask covering your mouth seems like a really terrible idea, but it somehow works. The guys is $6, which is an unusual price point. It is better than the $5 Atalaika Metroidvanias, but not by much. And it is nowhere near the quality of the higher priced Cat Maze or Intrepid Issy. The guys has 11 achievements worth 1000 game score and 1300 TA, and a TA completion estimate of half an hour to one hour. However, it will likely take you a bit more than an hour to complete because the combat is unusually difficult for a Rattalaika title. The guys is very likely in the top three most difficult Rattalaika published games. 
which isn't very difficult, but still rather challenging. You can't just button mash your way through enemies, and especially bosses. You'll need to figure out their patterns and slowly and carefully bring them down, which could have been fun. Unfortunately, it can be very difficult to avoid attacks and see how close you need to be to do damage. Especially your slow, heavy attack is very risky to use, as the fast-paced fights require tons of maneuvering and dodging attacks. I was simultaneously disappointed and relieved to see achievements dry up so fast. The Guise is a proper metroidvania with an unusual story and interesting mechanics. Unfortunately, it fails on the execution. Have a nice day everyone.